Ah, we back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back again. Oh, we, so back. You, we, we, back, we, back we back. 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 All right, what up, what up, what up, podcast land? It's your boy, Brent Tell, with the co-host today, Stephanie Seely X. How are you? I'm good. Good? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, How have you been this week? How was your week? I had a great week, a lot of, a lot of uh, different thoughts this week. I'm happy we got snow. I, I, I know... I know people. I know you're gonna be like, "Oh, well, why?" Mm-hmm. No. no, it was it was just completely unnatural for us to have 50 degree weather in, in January. Ju- yeah, January. Yeah. What was that? So we gonna have snow in April? That's what I'm thinking. I'm ho- I'm hoping not, but you know, that's like what we it's have a real like. long winter. Like May gonna be still snow on the ground. I hope not. I know it's just like we had no snow all year yet. Like one day. And then it was. I mean, how much snow was it in December? It really wasn't a lot of snow in December. I don't even remember no, no, any snow. Yeah. But, um, what, what, oh, a lot of just random stuff. (laughs) Uh, oh, round table. Yeah. Round table. I want to plan. Well, we've been talking about a round table that we're going to have here soon. Yes. There's just certain issues that need to be addressed. Mm. So, just cl- clearing the air mm-hmm. on certain things. Just seeing people raw, you know what I'm saying, their experience uh-huh. with one another in this town, with this culture, the culture in this town. So, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I want to hear it. Because, you know, my experience. <clears throat> It's always been just different because I'm from a a big a big city. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I can't wait to see how you. <laughs> I'm gonna be good. I can't wait. I'm gonna be good. <laughs> I'm I'm learning. I'm learning not to just do fangs and bark. <laughs> so I'm, I'll come we at have, you. We have had conversations about. I'll that. come at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking about being productive in your community. Effective communication. Yes. Effective communication. Okay. Uh, thought of the week. It's needed in 2019. Oh, effective communication? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, thought of the week. Uh, I simplified it by saying it was something, something on, on my behalf. Um, are we, as a people, being responsible with our energy? And it was a thought that I had because I was like on my job and I walked into this um, this coffee shop and it was like white people everywhere, right? When I say as a people, I mean black people. Um, so I walked in this, this coffee shop. It was like, it was mostly white, well, all white people actually. And I'm just sitting there, you know, serving and everything. And I, I, I'm like catching bits and pieces at conversation. And I'm thinking, like, man, they ain't got, they're not even worried about black people. Like, they ain't talking about, like, you know, anything as far as, like, struggle or anything like that. They're talking about, like, you know, I'm buying this boat. I'm, you know what I'm saying? This vacation in June. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I got to pick my daughter up today. Like, I'm listening to all this type of stuff. So, like, I was thinking, like, now, if this was the reverse and I walked into a black coffee shop, you know what I'm saying? The, majority the patrons in the coffee shop was black the conversation would be totally different meaning like we talk about well most of us some of us uh we talk about you know oppression getting up out of oppression noticing situations that have racism in it um and like the deeper part of that I was like man no matter what is in conversation like white supremacy and you know racism is always going to be the shadow to our conversations 
Like, no matter what. Yeah. So, I was thinking, like, man, like, for us, that's always going to be there. How Your thoughts become things, right? And you devote a lot of your energy on something. Mm-hmm. You, that's a, that's a, you know what I'm saying? You, you are expending energy on that specific racism or white supremacy. It's like, damn, how much bandwidth do we have? Like the RAM space, you know what I'm saying? Like a computer, you can do so many things at a time. There's a limit, right? At, now, so many things at the same time, but there's a limit to what you can do, right? This is always going to be a lane that's, you know what I'm saying? That's going to be filled in what we're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, damn, I know. Basically, it must be. It's. I wonder what it's like to to wake up and not have to think about anything like that. There's so much that we have to do every day, at our jobs, mm-hmm. everything. We even to reach a certain level mm-hmm. of achievement in your career, you have to. It's always been the saying: you have to work twice as hard to yeah, be half as good. To get half as much. Yeah, and it's like historically, like. Intelligence has always been connected to whiteness. Like, you know, whenever you see <clears throat> young black kids and they have a really good education and they talk a certain way, oh, you talk white. Like, that shit is... That's real. Yeah. yeah that's real. That's a real issue. Yeah. Hmm. It's just like, wow. Like, everything is equated to whiteness. You know what I'm saying? We have to police ourselves every day. Mm-hmm. So, it's... It can be difficult. It can be difficult where, you know, when you reach a certain level of success in your life or you work at a Fortune 500 company and you're a black woman or you're a black man, it's just like nobody really never takes you serious. And not even that. Like, even you could be the boss or whatever, right? <clears throat> but there's there's obstacles. But that's Well, I take that as perseverance, right? Because there's obstacles that... If you black and or a minority, period, there's obstacles that you had to go through that, you know, white people just not gonna have to go through. Never. That makes you better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're more equipped for the job when you get there because you can you can identify with certain things that you had there's more you can identify with than they can. And that's just that's just something that I took it. But like still the fact that there is extra obstacles is crazy. Mm-hmm. But going in, like, are we spending our energy? How <clears throat> are we spending our energy wisely having to deal with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't even, actually, that, that's, that's not even a question because, like, no matter what, we're not going to be able to get away from it. We just don't. You know what I'm saying? Only because we, we don't, <clears throat> we don't have an economic infrastructure. We don't. To ever get away from it. We don't. We don't. Every everything that we do, the things that we buy, the places that we shop to eat, the stuff that we shop for, it's all owned and operated. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just one of my thoughts. I wanted this because they they're concerned about wealth. Their concern is wealth mm-hmm. and keep and generating it. In a nutshell, mm-hmm. it is. It's just that throughout the years, the morals have decreased. Because it's just been so much that has been thrown at us. And take 1970 versus now. How the black family structure was versus it is now. Now, from 1970 to 2019, look how many things look how many things have happened to destroy our community. Right. To break, you get what I'm saying? So it's just like again, those go back. That goes back to obstacles. So. But yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, there's no way you can go. It's, I've been thinking about it how tough, <laughs> and like, there's like, no matter what, you come in right back to that. So it is. Uh, album of the week. Oh, uh, I say Miguel Wildheart. Yes, Miguel Wildheart. What, yeah. what you think? What you like about the album? He just takes you on a, a journey. Okay, takes you on a journey. It's a it's a real. A real sensual album. Mm-hmm. I think, in my opinion, he is the prince of our time. Mm. I do. 
I do just just look at his albums from the first one, Kaleidoscope, up until this this new one. I think it's called Pineapple Skies, if I'm not mistaken. The one he just released last year. Now is he writer? Do he write? Is, is he? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and the Grammys played him. Mm-hmm. The Grammys played him. Like he's he's wrote a lot. Of, he's wrote a lot of songs for a lot of artists. Oh, okay. Ariana Grande, <clears throat> Taylor Swift. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Oh, he's a He's real deal. Okay. Yeah. Right, I'll take your word for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh mine is I had to go back. Like I just I didn't appreciate it at the time. Well I did, but I didn't in twenty nineteen I appreciate it even more. A tribe called Quest, we got it from here. Thank you for us for your service. Yeah. Sonically that album is still crazy. It is. And Q Tips a genius. And he always been a genius. Like the way he talks. It's some New York niggas. Damn. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, it's social commentary on it that you just not going to... Well, you, you you will get it, but just the way the the artists of that era said shit. Mm-hmm. It's just... Mm, it's on good. point. Yeah, it's always, it's always good. Um... Yeah, they still make music for the people, though. It's not all like glitz and glam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, skinny jeans, colored hair. It's social commentary, man. It's, it's people gonna people <laughs> people. They writing what people are going through and living it every day. But it's you just know. like now they they so you know with all this this new era rap. Mm-hmm. My cousin, my cousin had a he had a really good point. Uh, like. The distinction of time, like back in the, that time when it was coming out, and you know the music around it, that time, yeah, you had some stupid shit, but mostly it was something of substance, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and that was the substance was in the forefront, whether you whether it be you know social commentary with gangster rap, uh, tribe cop quest, or who else was popping back then? Wu Tang. Uh, yeah, the Wu Tang came in. You know, De La Soul. All, all, just all of that. That those groups or artists. Mostly at that time, it was an analog sound. Mm-hmm. So meaning, like it wasn't computers, right? They was plugging these fucking drum machines and these keyboards and and guitars and doing and making sound organically, kind of. Is, is well it's more organic than now so having an analog sound to me meant it was only going to pull that substance out of you whereas mm-hmm. like now everything's digital it's hit or miss it's hit or miss so you're allowed to have some bullshit because it's it only takes 10 minutes to make this beat you know what I'm saying and slap it and master it, it where it's like everything it took them weeks and, yeah <laughs> Months to achieve one beat for one yeah. song. So. It's integrity in that, so. Most definitely. It is. They can say they created a sound. Mm-hmm. So, I give them props for that. I'm too. Good times, man. Good yeah. times. Um, the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, what's going on in the world of bigotry, everybody? Let's see. <laughs> Um, we'll go with the first one first. You know, next time the you do that, one. you should put What's on up? like that Law and Order music. <laughs> 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 I'm a, let me go Google. Let me, let me write that down. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I don't think that's funny. Oh man. Um, let's see. <sighs> Today it's so much. Evan- an evangelical Christian group upset that LGBT. Q people are mentioned in anti-lynching bill. This uh, the Liberty Council Matt Staver. Oh, the council's Matt Staver said he's worried that um, the, that this means queer Americans could be granted more rights under federal law. I love to hear your conversation on this. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> After more than a century of inaction 
from Congress, Senate, uh, the Senate unanimously approved legislation in December that would make lynching a federal hate crime. But some conservative evangelical Christians act- activists are upset for the justice of justice for victims of lynching act contains the language uh, that specifically protects on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity. Matt Staver the founder founder of this uh, conservative litigation group, Liberty Council, told the Christian News uh, site One News Now that his team is talking to the House of Politicians to ensure that the act is stripped of the inclusive language. The old saying is once that the camel gets the nose in the tent, you can't stop him from coming the rest of the way in. Well... Uh, while emphasizing that he's generally in favor of banning lynching, Staver com- uh, claimed the bill is being used to further oppose federal le- legislation that would explicitly protect queer Americans from discrimination at work and in other contexts. Hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really need to go on. You shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't have to. <laughs> Just said a lot. I said a lot in there. Wow. I'm going to gather my thoughts for a second. How do you feel about it? <sighs> oh, man. Let me say this real quick. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. So, um, shall I jump? Shall I jump in? You should. You just okay. should. I'm. I'm... <laughs> Used, yeah, I'm shell shocked too right now. Uh, the fact that you, the, my God, this is fucked up on so many levels because I wonder, I want to know if, if he doesn't want white people included in that because, or does he realize that there are black gays? You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, my minority period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but... <laughs> this is the vitriol. Like, I'm just thinking, like... So, you're going to... You're going to go to the House of Politicians to fight this. Yeah. Like, you got people behind you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know. This this shit got me. I got a headache right now. Just thinking about the fact that you think it's okay. It's not okay to include LGBTQ community in this bill. Hate is hate, right? So you're saying that you wanted it to be an out for anyone to lynch LGBTQ. Ooh, that's it. That's an out. That's an out because say like the Ku Klux Klan hang somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was LGBTQ. It wasn't just because he was black. That's not a hate crime. I just think, you, I don't know, maybe it's just me. It's just that laws, certain laws that have been put, that have been that have been rolling and put into play. Like, who does that affect first? I just want to know that. I do. I want to know that. Like, well, like elaborate. Just like Betsy DeVos, she made that oh, okay, that whole okay, okay. thing. Like, who was that affecting? Who did you first? have in mind when you wanted to do that? You know what I mean? What you mean? Okay. Yes. All right. <laughs> like that goes back to even saying like, like now y'all y'all really don't think we humans though. Y'all really don't think we humans. It's just that now they now they have gotten smarter. I honestly believe, in my opinion, they've gotten smarter with their treachery. Like. We're not going to say we're going to kill you because we're, you're black. We're going to say because you've done this and you're this way and this is your lifestyle. Now we have a real reason to take you out. Um, we're not. We're going to say it was a stand your ground law. Yeah. A stand your ground rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop and frisk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just. And then you wonder. And then you wonder why. Uh there's disproportionate rates of, you know, racial uh, comp- uh, compositions of uh, 
incarceration rate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because <laughs> you got all these fucked up laws and you, you're you over-policing in certain areas, black areas. Let's keep it 100. Black and brown areas to where they the, only, they the ones that populate the jails. It's just like, you know? I, I, I want to say this, like even when you said over-policing, mm-hmm. like <laughs> right before I left Chicago, it's like Chicago Police Department, the, the niggas was on bikes. Mm-hmm. They was on huffies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Patrolling the streets, though. And they would do a walk patrol. It would be like six of them. Or they'll be on what you, what you call them things. I don't forget what you call them. Where you, you in it and then you can drive in it like what security cops <laughs> have. Like a moped? You? Yeah, kind of like a moped. Hell no. Nah. Up and like down. Like a the- moped scooter, motor scooter? Yes. Wow. Wow. Yes. And then they'd be like, well, crime is down. Yeah, so it's just like. No, they didn't say crime is down. They said the murder rate is down. Yeah. That's what they said. It's, I, they put laws in place to affect African-Americans first. I don't care what nobody say. Because, like, you, you, you have to... And you, then there's plausible deniability in that. And then demographically... Well, that's just your perspective, ma'am. Then demographically, you also have to understand that, you know, our race, like, even people of color, mm. like, Hispanics, mm. like, their their race is Jesus. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of us. So those laws that they make, that affects us and them. That affects people of color all around the board. Oh, we're not gonna kill him because he he Muslim. We're gonna kill him because he's transgender. I, you, <laughs> but we really killing him because he Muslim, and we don't like Muslims. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just like goddamn. That's our bigotry. Yeah. Uh, us and them, shit. If you ain't one of us, you one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's that us and them complex. I've always thought that shit. If you ain't one of us, if you ain't a person of color, what you did you say them. about? You said white people. There's two different type of white people. Oh, I'm sorry. There's yeah, 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 yeah. There's white people <laughs> and people who happen to be white. Yeah, yeah. And you know, white people also they, the the white people, not the people who happen to be white, mm-hmm. but the white people always want to bring their ego and their personal experience with certain people in certain circles and try to make a real standing point on what they saying. And you sound dumb as hell, but you you sound dumb. You sound dumb. Like you done traveled all over the world and seen many different races. You haven't. You've been in one place your whole entire... I'm not going to even go into it. I'm not going to even go into it. It's just that people... I, I Yeah. I tend to just leave you certain did? subjects you alone. Right? I do. I, I, yeah, I am. I am. I am. Bigotry is real shit. <laughs> it don't matter where you go. God damn. Oh my goodness. They coming funny. to get you. Um. Furthermore, uh, Centoya Brown. She got granted clemency, mm-hmm. which her release will be. Um, August 7, 2019, after serving 15 years in prison. Uh, <clears throat> her parole supervision will continue uh, uh, until August... Damn. August 7th, two, er, 2029. <laughs> Meaning, that's when her sentence expires, right? So let's see. There's a lot of stipulations. I'm I'm happy that she got her clemency, but there's a lot of stipulations too. Which uh, do I have it in here? Parole conditions will require her not to violate any state laws or federal laws. Following requirements issued in this release to... Okay, hold on. I'm sorry, y'all. I often drift. Um, Her condition, she has to um, have employment. She's supposed to be 
Um, I guess she's because she's in school. She's going to finish college. Oh, that's good. Uh, and she has to do counseling and community engagement, which you cannot be late to any of those engagements. Any, just anything. She can't so much as have like a traffic ticket. Are they going to snatch her and bring her right back? So what that says to me, like, now you really didn't want it. You just, you didn't want, you got pressured into letting her out. Yeah. But because like, of the national coverage that she got. Yeah. And once you once you snatch her out of there, she gets in trouble for the, some minor infraction that's nowhere as uh, egregious as the original crime was said to be. You're going to throw her in there for the rest of her life, which if you grant her clemency, that means you, you acknowledge that, I mean, she was a victim. That was the difference between when she got locked up and now they didn't have the language to say, um, they said that she was a prostitute, not a sex vis- victim, sex trafficking victim. <laughs> that was the difference between mm. now and then. It's like if she would have got, she would have got, if that case was now, it would have got thrown out. So, yeah, that's what I'm worried about with that. Like, that's what the, her plan is. But their, so I mean, many, their plan is. But in so many words, they they, they said, huh, we're going to let you free, but we're going to keep these chains on, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to be out in the world, but you're going to have these chains on. Yeah. In which, that's... Then she got fees, and you know, when you get out, you got all them fees that you got to pay. Mm-hmm. This is like, oh... So, I'm in jail, so when I get out, so now I still got to pay y'all motherfuckers? hmm Oh, it had interest on it? What? Yeah. For me defending myself? I just think they did that because it was, like, like we were having that conversation and I was telling you because it was so much coverage and so much going on with the whole R. Kelly situation, this just was like a, a breath of fresh air. But then when motherfuckers started reading all them stipulations on her, like, she mm-hmm. free, but she ain't free. That's crazy. It's like, just say if she just have like a minor disagreement with somebody at a coffee shop mm-hmm. or at a hotel. Or she's uh, barbecuing at a park. Yeah. Or she's swimming in a pool. Or selling Girl, Cow cook- Girl Scout cookies yeah. with her niece. Yeah. You know, or trying to go in her apartment. Yeah. So that's a lot to worry about. And they just, you know, oh, I'm calling the police. Well, you know, if she got too many coupons, that family dollar. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's just... Shall we keep going? Yeah, shall we? Because we can do this all night. That's yeah, the sad part. we can. Uh, like the Energizer Bunny. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, that's that's something that I was worried about with her, man. I, I really hope she able to, you know. Oh, and another thing, <clears throat> another angle that I wanted to talk, speak on this about, I hope. That everybody that was caping and you know, on the on they had their feet on the street on the pavement, you know, uh, advocating for this young woman. Do not leave her out in the cold yeah. when she's out, because mm-hmm. she's going to still need your support. She's still going to need that that same national coverage. Well, I don't know as far as like exposure, and you know, yeah, she's famous now. Just let her live, but. Don't leave her out there in the cold because mm-hmm. she's going to need help. She's going to need, you know, connections to yeah. maintain a, you know. All the motherfuckers who's on Twitter tweeting it. Mm-hmm. All the people who got them verified on their Twitter and Instagram. Y'all need to be reaching out to her. They need to be reaching out to her. Well, what do you need? You need to send her up in her apartment, trying to get her a car, you know, trying to get her a state, a stable and sustainable lifestyle for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Up until, you know, that whole parole date is over. You know, so many people made so many videos and tweets about her like she was trending. Mm -hmm. So now that she's out, the black community needs to be there for her. They do. Yeah. They need to be like, this is what you went through. We understand. We support you, sis. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another motherfucking word about that word, sis. Sis. Yeah. Don't say it if you don't mean it. Mm-hmm. Don't say it if I can't call you and be like, look, sis, my, my car fucked up. You know what I'm saying? You got two cars. Can I borrow your car 
for a week, you know, to my kind of shop. Oh, no, you get what I'm saying? Motherfuckers will do that. When you say sis, mean that shit. Mm-hmm. Mean it. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, <It's> just... <laughs> speaking of the incarceration system and, you know, there's something good that came out of it. There's a podcast that I got hip to. Mm-hmm. It's called The Ear Hustle. And they're just basically, it's basically a podcast that's, you know, produced from San Quentin Prison in California. Mm. And there's a guy, his name's Erlon Woods. He's been in there with, sentenced to 30 years. He's, well, he's been in for 21. Um, He's a co-host. And his other co-host is a, a woman, but her name's Nigel Poor. She's, um, she volunteers at the prison, right? So they have this podcast and they go through and they interview inmates and they talk about prison life and like things that they go through like emotional like everything it's really dope it's really dope podcast and Erlon Woods just got out of jail in December I was um, he was released he got released on November 30th and then they just did their first podcast December 12th from when he was like being free on the other side of the wall so I'm like, I really like it. It's like, they started in 2017, and, like, I've been binge listening. It's really good. It's a really dope podcast, and, you know, niggas gonna be creative. Yeah. Podcast is, it's it's the new thing. Mm -hmm. It is. People got all type of podcasts. They do. Tell sexual erotic stories. This is one that I'm listening to. I'm talking to you, Brownsville. Brownsville. (laughs) We're ready for you to come back out. Yeah, we all give them time. We got to um, get real creative. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. If you get a chance, listen to the podcast. Oh, we do. Air hustle. Hey. Should you? Should you? Should you? I don't know. Should you? Should you? Should you? Should you? I don't know. Should you? Should you? Should you? Should you? I don't know. Should you? Should you? Really rock. Really rock. Hey. Hey. All right, you guys know what that means, right? He's getting mad out when he hear that. Uh, should you questions? Hey, you see how I came back? Look at you. Hey, you see me? You see me? We out here getting it together. Like, I hope this gets saved today. You put a lot of work in this episode. Hey. Oh, man. I got that one. Okay, okay. So the first should you question is, should you engage conversation with ignorant people on social media? Well, this comes from a situation that I had this week. Yeah, just this week. Okay. Uh, because I'm, 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 I'm learning. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm learning myself that it's just... There's going to be people out here who just who respond and who speak on things on a more emotional and egotistical level than they ever will a very logical and practical level. Mm-hmm. And maybe even a humanity level. Okay. They just won't. So, <laughs> should you engage? I, You know, I personally engage. I mm-hmm. personally engage only because, like, at the end of the day, I just don't think people are ignorant. I just think people are miseducated and misinformed. Mm-hmm. And then after you get educated and misinformed, then motherfucker, that's on you. Like I've, I've, I've explained this to you, but I think I engage. I engage simply for the, the mere fact because people make, people make everything these days in 20, in, in 2019, very personal. And even years before, they make everything very personal. People will have whole fallouts. Like, let's just go back to the whole, you know, R. Kelly situation. Like, people were really blocking their friends. They've been friends with for years. Mm -hmm. You know, having whole spats about, you know, 
this whole situation with that. And I'm just saying, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, how long have you been feeling this way? So, I engage only because I engage. Because I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just fascinated with the, the makeup of some people's minds. And just the, the, the way they think. Niggas be out here real life ignorant. That's just, it's just my position. I, that's, yeah, that's your answer. I, Mine is it's a little bit it's a little bit different. Like I, about, all right, I don't get upset. I don't I, I, I don't get upset when people post things, and I just I say to myself like, "Baby, did you go to school?" But yeah, I do that. And either or, like if you post it, it depends on how flagrant it is. Like if it's super duper flagrant, and I know like, all right. <clears throat> Even if I put the work in to like educate a motherfucker, and they, I know they're still gonna like, they're gonna go back to what they said originally, knowing that all the facts are laid out, everything is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just gave you a dissertation on why what you said was fucked up. Then I'm not gonna bother even uh, doing any of that. I'm just keep. You got it, bro. And then sometimes, like, if a motherfucker come on, you know, something that I said. It's a different ball game, you know what I'm saying? Either I'm, I like to do this thing where I give you the rope, okay? And I let you, yeah, you let you hang yourself. I get it. And a lot of times, because I know, you know, people that follow me at Brintelligence or anything, um, they kind of they got some type of wits about them, because that's why you come to my. My timeline, anyway, right? That or my fucking so, want to be nosy, but continue. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. I try to give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, so <laughs> I know they're gonna they're gonna chef you up if I don't. So a lot of times I just let let everybody else do it. They gonna <clears> say <throat> they gonna spend the energy to do it. I'm not, and you just gonna get you gonna get this education though. It may not be for me, but I just let everybody else do it because I. <sighs> What I like, okay, this week, for instance, the guy he said, this white guy, basically, um, I don't, I don't, me personally, I don't believe systematic racism exists. And then went back and forth, I'm like, all right, that's what you believe, that's what you believe. I just want to deal with you accordingly. Black, boom, you know what I'm saying? Didn't didn't block them, but that's where that that's where this was headed. Okay, I he replies. Well, I just challenge you to show me where this is. So what you want me to do is go do this work. I go I I will go grab coded law and bring it to you, in which there's a fucking reason it's worded the way it is because there's plausible deniability you fucking jerk you know what I'm saying so I'm not gonna do that and you just be able to wiggle out like no that's really not what that is that's that's not what that is that's no no I bring you coded law and then you could just still turn around and be willfully ignorant I'm not gonna waste my time to do that cause yeah, that's how petty I am yeah but that, that goes back to the, the thought of the day what are you putting your energy into? Exactly. But that's why I say I engage in that. You see, I, I have a different level of temperament than, than you may have because mm-hmm. I really want to know how ignorant you are. I want to know. Mm-hmm. I want to know who I'm following, mm-hmm. who I'm liking pigs. Like, I want to know. And then what I'm going to do, I'm just, I'm going to let you say what you need to say. I'm going to say what I need to say. And we just go Nicely part ways. I just, <clears throat> I had to learn that. I had to learn not getting upset because I put so much energy into educating motherfuckers because I've had to educate myself. This is one thing I learned about white people. They they don't want to educate themselves on anything that does not involve them directly. They're never going to want to do that. Part, for, the, for the most part. For the, you get that white people. Not yeah. the people well, who happen to be white. Let's, yeah. let's be clear. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just what that's about. <laughs> if it, it if it does if it does not affect them, like I heard this quote, if it don't concern me, I don't concern myself with it. Mm. 
So if it don't concern you directly, <laughs> that's a privilege. At you the see same what I mean? Time, that's, that's a privilege when we're talking about oppression and you know systematic racism. Yeah, it doesn't affect you, and you you're not gonna see it. You, your eyes won't be open to it. But like we we. We as black people, we have to do all of that, though, because it's a matter of survival for us. Exactly. exactly. To know that. Yeah. The stakes are higher for us. It is. It is. So it's just like on social media, here you is, you got these keyboard gangsters Mm -hmm. who want to say whatever they want to say. Everything is from a safe place. Yeah. And then they take stuff personal. Mm -hmm. But this is a free app on my phone, yo. (laughs) Nigga. I don't know you in real life. I don't. I don't. But if you feeling somewhere about I give you my address, nigga. Cause I'm about it though. That's just yo, you know how I am, so stop acting like you don't. Stop acting oh, surprised. Oh, she has arrived. <coughs> Stephanie Pee Wee X in the building. <laughs> but that is a free app on my phone. That's valid. That's 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 a bar because like don't, let's let's not get it out. Let's not take things out of perspective. You know what I'm saying? You it's, feel it's me? It's a free app on your phone. Twitter is Instagram. You feel me? <clears throat> Some people. The life. Hmm. Is that because I had a thought like, like a lot of people with their activism and you know uh, pro blackness outrage. Mm-hmm. They treat real life. Like how the Twitter streets are ran with no humanity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No forgiveness. No allowance to let somebody grow from one point from point A to point B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In real life, that's how they try to behave. Like that shit don't work. Why? Because you're not going to hold people in your life accountable to the level that you hold this celebrity. Yeah. Because you don't fucking know them and there's no humanity. You don't see them as a human being. You see them as an entity or an item. And like at the end of the day, them motherfuckers don't owe you shit though. Mm-hmm. They don't owe you a motherfucking thing. They're there to entertain you. Mm-hmm. That's what they're there to do. But here it is. You got motherfuckers who you know every day. People who you went to school with. You ain't holding them niggas accountable at all. But here you is, you want to get behind the keyboard. I'm talking about going fast, nigga. Like Molly was when she was off that shit on Insecure. I can't control myself. Yo, please. You will misspell words, punctuations, and everything trying to get your point across. Mm-hmm. There's just too much energy put into that. If you're going to do anything, be proactive in real life. Start some shit. Get some people together. Get a small group together. Flower that, water that, and watch that grow. Right. But yeah, I engage because I, I have. I just got to know how ignorant you is. I just got to know that. I I must know. I must know. I want to know what level of 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 fixed mindset you're dealing with. You ain't got no growth mindset when you're ignorant about certain shit. It's just like you can't be oblivious your whole life. But see, that's another thing that comes with when we don't have, we don't have leadership. Mm. We don't have that. We mm. don't. It is a motherfuckers just leaning to their own understanding, or like I like I always say, people don't formulate their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. They 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 formulate talking points based off what they seen, what other people do, or what other people talk about. Mm-hmm. Them motherfuckers formulating their own thoughts. You just so. You just so so took back by that, like, wow, I'm gonna make this a whole conversation starter. Right. Like you're not even an expert in 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 your subject matter. What are you doing with yourself, <laughs> my nigga? <laughs> what are you doing with yourself? Like mm. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just not. I be wanna and, and, and particularly black people, I always do that. Cause it's like my my algorithm, my stuff on my timeline, this is mostly niggas, niggas. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is. It's just like when I get here, it's a yeah, it's still niggas, right. <laughs> still niggas, it's still niggas. It is. It's a couple of white people, but it's still niggas. So it's just like uh-huh. <laughs> when I post certain stuff, just with direct intent, you know, and they comment and they be offended. Like, baby, this is this my algorithm. Uh-huh. And then put up the peace out emoji because <laughs> I forgot we were friends. <laughs> 
I forgot we were friends. It's not to offend you. And it, it, it just bothers me that, you know, when you get to, when you really want to show pride and even when you post things on Facebook or Instagram and you want to show that pride, you know, people, motherfuckers, you still, you still got that motherfucker get a fit. Well, why didn't you include everybody? I didn't say everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, I see the, <laughs> I see the uh, post where the dude, he was like, I just love to see, I love to see young black people, uh, you know, accomplish things. Then there was a white girl that said, why not all people? He said, I said black. <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. And I meant it. Whereas, again, if it don't, if it don't include you, it has to be a threat. That yeah. mentality. I mean, that shit. That's what that takes the fun out a lot of a lot of black shit. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Where you gotta you gotta explain. Well, no, I meant da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? So now I have to go back and correct what I just said. I'm not, I'm not correcting it. I, 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 I will explain to you in the comment of in another thread mm-hmm. or no. You're not you're not still in the joy of this particular situation. I, and 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 even you then, get an inbox. And I can explain to you. You got my number, right? Okay, I, you got my number. Yeah. Okay, then you want to talk about it some yeah. more. You want to meet up at a coffee shop? We yeah. can talk. I see you. I see you at the work, Greg. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You feel me? Y'all just I mm I I engage because I be want to know. It's just particularly black people, black men, black women. It's just like being here. I, I see it a little bit more. I see the post a little bit more of of the stuff that people post. So it's just like, wow. Um, next question. Let's move. Oh, okay, yeah. We have 45. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh. Yes, because I'm not ready for it. I don't know this one. Let's go. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. Should I play the theme music again? No, I hey, hey. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, let me get my Waka Faka out of here, baby. <laughs> I'm not going to let you get to the end. Okay, go. Should you... Okay. Should you allow your spouse... Ooh. Should you allow your spouse to go on a uh, a singles like a singles weekend or a singles retreat? Is it an open marriage? No. Are you going with him? No. What the fuck? Yeah. But why would you want to go? Is it a business trip? No. Like- but people do that. I have a friend, and I base that off of what she was saying because. I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm in this, I, okay, I okay, so this is the backstory. this is the backstory <laughs> that, it's this, uh, this closed group I'm in called What Queens Won't, okay. and she proposed this question, she was like, well, I've been married for five years, and out of all my friends, I'm the only one that's, that's married, everybody else is single, mm-hmm. so they going on this single, re- singles retreat. Oh, she want to be with her friends. Yes. Oh, ooh. So... She said it took her a couple, you know, she waited. She waited up until like the week, maybe like two weeks before, you know, the actual vacation to tell him. See, that looked crazy. That looks crazy. So that looks crazy. So it's now just, it's like you've been planning this. Yeah. It looks crazy. You've been buying clothes. Yeah, exactly. Too. Exactly. You've been the way you've been hiding them clothes. But so that's who else the meeting point. you there since you telling me at the yeah. last. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's so the, she was like, well, what should I do? And, you know, I was even like, if he's not insecure, he's still going to feel some type of way about that. I mean, would you? That's a red flag, fam. Like to me, I'm looking at it like, well, if we married. We're supposed to be able to communicate about everything. You can explain this to me, and then maybe it'll grow on me. Give me the opportunity to let let that go. Through, let us go through that process. And I said, and 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 I said this to say, and and what what I commented is that you know my grandmother always stressed and told us a married woman and a single woman ain't got nothing in common. Hmm. They ain't. They don't. You marry, baby. You have a different level of commitment. To your husband, 
to your children, right. to your life. Right. So a single woman ain't got no real commitments because she's single. So here it is. This your best friend. Mm-hmm. This your this your bestie. Well, she going to the club every other weekend. Baby, you doing your son's science project. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that how does that correlate? Or right. you planning you planning family vacations. Yeah. Like y'all can be friends, but you can't be besties. Like you can't do that. Ain't no calling me at no three o'clock in the morning and my husband laying in the bed and here you is stranded cause you done met this random ass nigga. <laughs> you know, it's just and I'm I'm giving them scenarios to her. Like mm-hmm. No, you can't do that. I'm not the expert on marriage, but right. <laughs> you can't be doing stupid shit like that. That's what I said. You can't be doing stupid shit like that now. You want to be married? You want to stay married? I mean, it's hard enough for black women to get marriage about a man anyway. Mm-hmm. Let alone a black man. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't. That, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's She asking the most of this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The most. Like, him to be the bigger person. Everything. You know And this is my whole thing. And I asked her, well... well That's I'll... 10 years of growth in one decision. Yeah. This is my whole thing. Like, how do your husband feel about your single friends? Mm. Do they respect our marriage? Yeah. Mm, that's, that's a lot. I, I mean, I try not to be like the, the jealous guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I'm in a relationship, but... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well. Mm-mm. That's a lot. You asking a lot. <laughs> Shit. Because <laughs> it, it ain't even a matter of now. It's two weeks. Like, if he felt some type of way, like, yeah, you can go, but let's go together. Because it's two weeks. Or he You've tell already you, saved Yeah, them. you can go, but this is the last trip you're going on with them. Mm. You know, I'm going to let you go. You, you've planned this. You've done this. I'm going to let you have. Behind my back. Yeah. Your good time. I'm going to let you. Oh, yeah. You one of the ones that's going to remind you. Oh, you did it behind my back. Just know mm-hmm. this is the last one you're going on now. <laughs> no. Yeah. You ain't doing nothing. Yeah. But, like, it simply explains, like, this is the last one you're going on. You come back. We need to have a serious talk. Mm-hmm. About you know the status of your friendship with your single friends versus you being married. That's fair. So it's just like I I just feel there's no reason for you to just go all crazy and make it bigger than what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, ain't you trying to effectively communicate with your spouse? Mm-hmm. That's just gonna cause that. Now, case in point, the scenario A: if you just blow up and make it all crazy, and she go. Now you done left her. Now y'all, now y'all mad at one another. Yeah. So now she gonna go to the singles little and thing. Now you in your head, your your imagination is gonna be wondering because she's mad. Yeah, you and you're mad. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you could have just effectively communicated and say, "This is the last trip that you gonna go on with them. When you come back, we are gonna have a conversation. We are gonna really have a conversation concerning you and your friends." I'm let you go with your friends now. Don't want your little friends now. Yeah. But like even then, just say I- I'm gonna let you go, but we gonna talk when I come back. When you come back, I just think that's better. Because mm-hmm. now I'm I'm enjoying myself, and now I get to come back and tell you I ain't never doing that again. Because the shit that they was doing, I'm like I want to go home to my husband. This is what y'all do in 2019, nigga. Damn, I can't hang. Uh-uh, I, I didn't come here for this. I wanted to lay on the couch and watch Game of Thrones in my snuggie. Y'all is out here naked, drinking it, fornicating and shit. You feel me? That's just how it is. But I don't know. Oh, God. What yeah. Else you, got? you got any more questions? No. Okay. I got one. This is the third segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is love to you? <laughs> Folds hands. <laughs> Folds hands. <laughs> Inserts folds hands. <laughs> I could man. But um oh what is it to me? Understanding. Mm. Communication. Sacrifice. Commitment. Mm. 
it's the highest commandment to me. You know what I'm saying? To me, it is. It's just love will bring you in there. It's a multitude. It covers a multitude of faults. It's unconditional when it's real. Mm-hmm. And then, but it, this this be the complex thing with me when people really. I think people have different variations of love based off, you know, how you were, how you were brought up as a child. Mm-hmm. I just think that's how your love life gonna reflect when you mm-hmm. become an adult and you get in relationships with people. Uh-huh. That's just me. If you ain't taught self love, you gotta have that because you gonna be chasing other motherfuckers who don't love you either. You can't give. You cannot give what you do not have. Mm-hmm. That's just come on now. Where's the science in you trying to you getting with somebody? Oh, I'm 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 in love. He loves. Well, what about you loving yourself? I just think once you love yourself, that activates something in you. That release that activates your feminine energy. That activates just so much, so many other things inside of you. Mm-hmm. And people want to share that. Because they're drawn to that. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you answered the question. I I, I, I just find it curious when other people, because a lot of people was brought up on survival. They don't know what love is. If you don't say that shit, elaborate. <laughs> there just be a lot going on in my head, because I think a lot. Uh-huh. I have to. Because we had that conversation. Go ahead and bring that in. I just think traditionally, even when, even, I'm going to say with black people because I'm black, so I can't experience nothing else with that. But even when, even when you narrow it down, like if if you were raised in the church, they don't, it's, it's, it's not the, the self love ain't been, it's not taught. It's not taught. Mm -hmm. It's taught to you to love someone else before yourself. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. So that really ain't that. That really was never taught. And it's just like you, you a black person, you a black man in America, you a black woman in America. Mm-hmm. Like you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. Your number one thing is to survive, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about nothing else. Worry about going to work and coming home. Worry about going to school and coming back. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. This month, yeah. So okay, what's the difference between somebody who's been in that situation of survival, where somebody else who was straight? You know what I'm saying? Prior to love, you know. Who's been? Who's been? Who's been, <clears throat> who's been yeah, when you've been uh, exhibit A and exhibit B. You know what I'm saying? What's the difference? I think you see things in a in a completely different way. I think you have more humanity, more compassion, more empathy, more sympathy when you've been raised. You have more adoration for yourself. You have more confidence in yourself as well as somebody who's been simply raised and, and surrounded by so many things that are not, it, it ain't been love. It ain't been genuine. Mm-hmm. So you have, you have to create this complex in your mind to survive in these environments. Mm-hmm. Basis where when you're in a loving environment, that's what that is. It's a loving environment. They teach you to do this. They teach you. They teach you to navigate through life a whole lot better than somebody who's been purely raised on survival. Right. It's just sad when you think about mm-hmm. it, because then they grow up and then you repeat the cycle with your kids. If you have children, or you repeat that cycle in relationships that you're in with other people. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's it's fucked up. It's just fucked up. Then, you know, when you born with survival, that's rejection. Mm-hmm. It's rejection. Mm-hmm. You got rejection issues. You probably got mommy issues, abandonment issues, father issues. You know what I'm saying? You've been, you've been raised to just learn as you go. And each of you know what? People experiences and, and, and how they feel about things and people is just one collective thought of all your experiences in life. 
every situation you've been in, mm-hmm. every you get what I'm saying, every lesson that's, that has been taught to you, if you've been dealt the raw deal in life, that's how you're going to look at the world. That's how you're going to view people. Right. So, I love myself. I do. Because I, this is another thing that I've learned is that valuing yourself is also loving yourself too. You have to have, you have to see value in who you are. You have to see value in in your people. People don't have that. Mm -hmm. They don't. They don't. Motherfuckers don't see no value. You see, when people be like, oh yeah, I love myself. Do you? Do you really love yourself? Because if you loved yourself, you would never hurt another person. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't. Your main purpose in life was to help people and if you can't help them you don't harm them mm-hmm. but people don't think that way though so I don't know I know what I do I know what I'm willing to do I know love is a very powerful thing it is it'll change minds <laughs> it will <laughs> change your motherfucking mind you'll go in there like a bulldog come out like a little teddy bear <laughs> Like, is this what it feels like? Apple pies, my nigga? Is... I'm just... I'm I'm very spiritual. Mm -hmm. I just think, oh, that's connected, too. That's speaking. Yeah, so... I mean, no. What what is love to you? I would love to hear your (laughs) thoughts. I love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> love to hear your thoughts, sir. Oh man, it's um. I think love for men are different, especially yeah, black men. Yeah, it's definitely men. different. Um, kind of the same, but for me, speaking specifically for me, it's it's definitely patience, <laughs> understanding, yeah, compassion. Mm-hmm. Those are like the big three things that like I equate with what I need to work on with myself and, and loving myself. And because like that's the three things I have to pour into other people when it comes to a relationship. But I can't or loving, I should say, not a relationship, but loving. And you can't pour what you don't have. Right. And, you know, you patience, patience. Patience. If you ain't got patience with yourself, then you're not gonna have patience with with other, other people. people. You mm-hmm. know, and love is patience though, because you be like, universe, I just need this patience. Every fucking thing gonna make you mad. <laughs> so, yeah, those things um, definitely it's, it's definitely unconditional, and it's real love is under covenant. Maybe. Not convenience. Mm-hmm. So. I like what you did there. <laughs> I like that. That was that was kind of deep. Look at you learning this shit. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm but proud that, of you. You know what? I've, I've learned. And it's, it's crazy because you, you can learn from people because I'm an emotional individual. Mm-hmm. I think I'm overly emotional, but I'm a black woman and most of us are. Mm-hmm. But... I never, I never operated on on, on thinking logically <laughs> until I became your friend. <laughs> until me and Britell said, "No, Stephanie." <laughs> like, he, so that's how I say yeah, he showed me. <laughs> Shall we? He just he brought a lot of clarity into thinking logically about a lot of things, even with myself. Mm-hmm. The way I handle myself and in, in friendships with other people, because this is my thing. When when I say you my friend and I love you, I mean that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean that shit. So like, what if 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 you double cross me or you do some 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 extra snake ass shit, you don't exist. I want to beat your ass, <laughs> but I'm working. <laughs> I, I'm working on being a better Stephanie. Because uh-huh. that shit is hard. That's hard working on yourself because you have to unlearn so much and, 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 and learn things that best fit you. That best that, that that's best for you. Mm-hmm. That that helps you navigate through your your journey in life. 
It does, because it's it, here. It is. It's, it's it's valleys and then it's mountains. You know what I'm saying? It's highs and it's lows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And them lows, that shit gonna teach you. The lows gonna go teach. It's gonna show you who you really are. Yeah. And then you glance, you get self actualization. You begin to learn a lot more about yourself. You recognize your own red flags within yourself. Like this is a trigger for me. This is what bothers me. And then, and then you can effectively communicate when you get in relationships. When you get in a relationship with somebody, well, this is how I am, and this is what I'm currently working on with me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have patience. I don't. So I'm gonna need you to really understand that I ain't got no patience. Mm-hmm. And it may it may be some things that you say, and I'm a snap. <laughs> but I just was. I'm working on that. I'm really working on that. And sometimes you have to work on things a little bit more long, a little bit more harder than others. You know, like even when people tell you, um, oh, well, you will get over it. Like, you're not going to tell me how long it take me to get over something. Right. You may get over something. That's a reaction to your action. You yeah. You tell me how to react. You're not going to tell me to do that. But, you know, <clears throat> it is what it is. We just have to... Just have to do a little bit more self care, mm-hmm. and and self love is a journey, not a destination. We're ending it on that. It is until next episode. Actually, y'all. Oh, I'm sorry, got to run down. Um, five star views. I need to check my Stitcher for sure. We gotta check the Stitcher account. Okay. Because I I know there's gotta be some reviews in there. Wow. <laughs> um. Email us, man. I want to do like some ask non quitters. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? I want to ask ask Stephanie or ask me anything. Email us at I can't afford to quit at gmail.com. Please do that. Thank you. Until Thank you so much. Next episode. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Podcast every day. Yeah.